Hey everybody, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are on Take the Elevator. And Corey, I just know this is going to be a most amazing ride. You think so? I know so. Okay. I know so. And it's not because of you and I, but it's because of our friends that we have on the show with us today. Yeah, but we're driving, so we get to enjoy the whole ride. I'm so excited about that. So before we introduce them, we are going to talk about some shout outs really quick. Yes. Because these were important to me. I've kind of had a rough couple of days adjusting some news that you know, we heard at work really can get you down pretty quickly. So I just want to say how important it is that when you think of someone or you have an encouraging word to please share it. I know for me, it means the world to me when that happens. So I'm going to give a shout out to Gloria. Oh, that was my shout out. Oh, okay. Well, I won't do Gloria then. Gloria, Corey wants to do it. So I'm cool. I'll move on. Lydia gave me a word of encouragement and she listened to a session last week where I brought up beaches. Yes. And she said it brought her back to an En Vogue song. So, Lydia, I'm going to sing a song to you that it reminds you of. Okay? Okay. But it's uh, free your mind and the rest will follow. (laughs) <laughs> be colorblind and that's all i remember but anyways that's my tribute to Envogue and my tribute to lydia thank right you <laughs> i want to give a shout out to gloria as jen was attempting to gloria reached out to us uh via social media just to give us a good pump up and let us know that she was still in the game listening to the podcast and it reminded me of our conversations at work we used to have some heart to hearts about history and things that have happened in our history. So I want to give Gloria a shout out. Thanks for uh, pumping me up, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria, for pump Pump? us up. (laughs) Whatever it was. Yeah, I didn't want to go there. We're going to pump you up in just a second. We are back. And I am not going to go any further, Corey, until we bring Ben and Luana in this. Let's do it. Let's bring them on in. Let's bring them in. Come on in here, guys. (laughs) Come on in the virtual (laughs) door to take the elevator because we are ready to ride with y'all. Hey, Jen, Corey. Uh, It's so good to see you guys. I miss you guys. I would love to give you the honors, if you don't mind, of just introducing yourselves individually. And who are we going to start with? Hi, so I guess I'll go ahead and get started. My name is Luana Loza Howdigy, and I am an aunt. I am a fur mama. I'm a stepmama. <laughs> I'm a wife. I'm an artist. I'm a microblogger. I love food, and I really just love life. I think that's probably the best way to describe me. I'm a singer, a beautiful singer. Thank you, honey. Oh, Luana, I I just learned something new about you, but we'll go back to that. Something I'm excited about to hear. Okay, so Ben, how about you? I'm uh, Luana's husband, and uh, (laughs) who am I? Well, I have, uh, we have two boys. I have a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old. Both of them play football, good, hardworking boys. Very proud of them. We got two fur babies here. Love them. Love spending time with them. I love my work, which I'll talk a little bit more about. Sign language interpreter. That was interesting to some people. Another interesting fun fact is at 49 years of age, I became a DJ. I went out and bought DJ equipment and said, yeah, why not? 
And so I did. I went out and bought all the equipment, and then COVID happened, and I haven't DJed since. So, yeah. Oh, man. We're going to have to change that and do like a virtual party. Because, Ben, you are an awesome DJ. We've done, I think, a couple of things together. At least two events. Yeah, where he's DJed and it just got the party going. I was pumped. And it was like such good vibes before the band came on. So we're going to have to set that up. And let me add this. Ben is the kind of DJ that when he feels the vibe kind of trending down, he just turns it up another notch. And then it just gets more and more pumped up. So you're like... Oh, he's not going to let this party die. <laughs> right. So I'm hearing a theme here, guys. It's pump it up. Yeah. yeah. Pump, 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 pump it up. Pump, pump, pump it up. All right. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Luana dancing on my screen. I just wanted to have fun. I wanted to support organizations and people that are doing good things in their community. It wasn't anything. I didn't do it for a side job. You know, eventually, yeah, that'd be great if I got paid, but uh, for now, I'm just doing it for fun and supporting groups and people who are doing things in the community and still volunteering if anybody needs a DJ for a corporate event or anything like that, any charity event. I'm open to it. So. I love it. I love it. And we co-sign Ben all day. So Ben and Luana, we do this fun thing to kind of get us warmed up. And it's our Would You Rather part of the podcast. So I've got a book here. And people always ask me, Jen, do you really have a book? Ben and Luana, you are my witnesses. I have a book. It's real. And so (laughs) it's got 2,000 would you rather questions. And I'm going to ask you guys to pick a number between 1 and 2,000. And Corey is learning to enjoy this part of the show. It's a struggle, but I'm getting there. (laughs) I'm going to pick 648. All right. So the question is, would you rather your feet always feel on fire or frozen? Oh, that's a good one. Because my feet are always cold for some reason. I think, you know, the the heat, I don't like the summertime. You know, it's uncomfortable. The cold, you can kind of warm up, you know, put uh, slippers on. So so I think I'd rather frozen. Luana, what do you say? Fire or frozen? I would have to say frozen, too, because I can always put socks on, but I hate the heat. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so I will definitely say frozen. And I do have my furry socks that I roam around the house in and wear to some events, some of my early events. So frozen it is. Nice. <laughs> Corey? I got to say I'm with them on that. You can always warm up, but it's hard to cool off. I say frozen, too. And for another reason. When my feet are hot, they feel swollen. Mm. And I don't like that feeling. I like when they're cold because then they feel smaller and more comfortable cold. Uh, So what we're doing in February is really honoring Black History Month with some passion facts. And these are coming straight from Corey and some research he's done. He's very passionate about Black history, so it makes perfect sense. Corey, what do you have to share with us? Well, I would like to share something that I discovered some time ago. And the reason why I wanted to share it was because last week I shared that there were 12.5 million Africans brought from the continent of Africa into the Americas. That's an astronomical number. It's pretty mind-boggling to think that that many individuals could be put on a boat and brought to the Americas. I got some really good feedback about that, and I felt very encouraged, so I thought I'd share this fun fact as well. From the time of... 1620 and 1640, 50,000 Europeans came to the Americas. And the reason why they came was to establish 13 colonies. So I just wanted to say, once again, 
you have 12.5 million Africans and 50,000 Europeans coming to the Americas. For your mind. Every day. Ben and Luana. First, let me just ask, how are you guys doing through all the stuff that's going on? How are you guys holding up? I think the toughest part for me was our son having COVID because I know he is 15 and he is incredibly social. There is no pain like when your kid is is hurting. And uh, I don't want to get too emotional, but that just that really caught us by surprise. And so after we got through that tough part of him having fevers and that whole thing and just knowing he was going to be okay. I think we're okay. That was our worst fear. We all got tested. I've been fortunate enough to get vaccinated and we're okay. We've been resilient. Both of us are social people. You know, we miss our families, but we're blessed. We really are. We are, you know, we we know that the community's hurting around us and um, we're really grateful. Yeah, what, what's been difficult is um, they both play football, and so they haven't been able to play football this year. So that hurts a little, especially my uh, oldest son being a senior, you know, he's going to play the senior year. So that's tough. But you know what? The, the, the boys are resilient. They understand, and they're okay with it. You know, we're, we're resilient as a family. You know, we, our faith gets us through anything. You know, we know that uh, things are going to get better. We know that things are going to work out and we'll just, you know, do our best to get through it. So it's a new year, fresh start. You've got to be positive. You've got to look at the the bright side of things or else, you know, it's a crummy day. I love what you said, Ben, because Corey and I have actually talked last week about it starts in your mind. And so you had said positive mindset. Absolutely. And just that's a huge part of resilience. And if you can't get positive, you find yourself in this rut. You find yourself just thinking about bad thoughts and depressing thoughts. So just keep those positive thoughts coming through and reminding yourself that things will get better. Things will change. And I tell people all the time, have a good day unless you've made other plans. (laughs) That's that's a a good good one. one. Yeah. (laughs) I love that one. Have a good day unless you've made other plans. Ben, did you make that up or did you hear that from somewhere? Genuine, I, my mind. I, I was just thinking that, that sounds like a Ben-ism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a Ben-ism. Ben is definitely one of the most positive people I work with. Ben is a leader at the company we work at. So is Luana. And I have to tell you, when we have meetings and I see you on my screen, I mean, I look for you guys on my screen. And that's something I do when I'm speaking to people, you know, leading a meeting or whatever. I'm looking for the positive because I'm very much about the energy around me. And your energy is always just so spot on. So I love it. That's all fine and wonderful. But you know what we want to know. We want to know the good stuff. We want to get to the meat. Yeah, we're going to go right now. We about to eat this meat. We're done with the appetizers. Like we're over it. Awesome. Um, That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> but I wanted to remind the listeners, we are talking to couples who have a passion. And we want to get in there and find out what you guys have done. Crazy things. Unexplainable things. We want to learn about you on an individual note first. Uh, Luana, what's something that you're passionate about as a woman, as a wife, as a mom, all those things you described? I would definitely have to say it's like, you know, God, Ben and the boys, my dog, and music. (laughs) (laughs) 
is uh, my dad was a musician. He sang, you know, Andre Bocelli. I would tell Ben I would love for him to have heard my dad's voice. Just this incredibly talented man. And I am definitely his daughter. I love food. I love music. I love my family. And I think it's a part of my soul. I agree. That really is. It's it's everything about me. Um, I wake up and I'm blessed. I wake up with a song in my heart. And um, that's one of the first things I do is go and pray and meditate, sing. That's what keeps me going. Nice. I'm going to ask you something so far out there. What song do you have right now in your heart? Yeah. And can you sing it? Just like give us a couple of bars. Estas son las mañanitas que cantaba Hello. Bravo. Bravo. Was that Spanish or Italian? Because it sounded so Italian. I do speak a little bit of Italiano, but um, that is a Spanish song. Um, it's called Las Mañanitas. And we had a birthday today at work. So I, okay. I played that song for a coworker, and that has been in my heart all day. I love it. So, hey, if it's your birthday, guys, in February, Luana just sang you a song for your birthday. There you go. It's amazing with the mariachi. Oh, he said it's amazing with the mariachis. Oh, yeah. Fun yeah. fact, Corey used to play in a mariachi band. I did. Hey, we're connecting. We're after this whole COVID thing. We're connecting. <laughs> totally. So, Ben, we're going to ask you the same question. What is something that you're passionate about? Very similar. I, you know, passionate about God, passionate about my family, my wife, my boys. I think a lot of people would say I'm passionate about my work that I do. I, I love serving the community and serving seniors and people with disabilities. I've been very blessed and fortunate to be in that field for many years and just love making sure that people have access to services and equal opportunity advocating for those services that they may need so they can live at home for as long as they can with family and friends. I think going through the experience with my dad, caring for my dad when he lived with me, I think everything that I had learned and known led up to that day for me to be able to help him through his health, chronic illnesses and things like that and, and, and caring for him. So I was kind of practicing all these years for that time to be able to help him. So my dad lived with me for my boys for five years, uh, many passed, uh, but I was so blessed to just be able to care for him and help him and get him the services that he needed. I guess that's my passion there is helping seniors, people with disabilities to make sure that they can live in at home and have to end up in a facility uh, without trying to live at home first with supports and services. We just shared that Corey's mom came home after two months of being in a facility. Huge difference in recovery. And I mean, she was already doing so well, but just to have her home, she, she kept saying the first couple of days, there is no place like home. I am so grateful yeah. to be home and to be able to say that. Unless you have had to live in a facility or somewhere outside of your home, you don't appreciate it, I don't think. And so, Ben, I think yeah. what you do, what your passion absolutely speaks to so many people. And there's education on that, too. Right. Like some people don't know what things they can have at home. And you are such a teacher on that. I know you have a wealth of knowledge and we should probably no, we won't. Probably we will have you two back to provide that education to the community, if you don't mind. We'd love to help other people going through these uh, circumstances. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Well, we're going to go on a quick break and bring you guys back and talk to you guys about a couple because I see two individuals, but very much aligned and in love. Every day, elevate. Every day, 
Corey. We got through the meat. Is this like the dessert now? Because we're talking about them as a couple. Oh, yeah. This is this definitely is the, the best part. Yeah, this is the sweet stuff. Luana, you talked about food, and now my mind's just like connecting everything to food. Let's talk about you guys as a couple. Where'd you guys meet? Oh, <laughs> oh this story. is going to be good. So we actually met at work a little over, what, maybe six years ago. We met at work. We talked for a little bit. I got to know who she was. And it's interesting. Her role, her position was almost exactly the same as mine at the time. So from meeting each other, we had a lot in common already. Just her role, my role. We were very similar, just different departments. Uh, but the most interesting part about that is that you know, later on when we got married, I, I had my binder at home, you know, at home with all my business cards and people I've met throughout the years. And guess who I had in my business card holder? Um, <laughs> three years prior, I already met her once at a business meeting, said hello, exchanged business cards, and I kept her card and had it three years later on marrying her. So Ben and Luana, thank you so much for sharing how you guys met. Can you tell us about your proposal? Oh, the proposal. The proposal. Uh, well, you know, I was so in love that I knew I needed to do something big. So she would say yes, right? I needed uh-huh. to do something that they know, you know, not in front of all of her family and friends. So I rounded up the, the troops, the family, friends, and uh, co-workers, and I said, I'm going to do a flash model. And so I invited everybody out to dinner, come and learn how to dance. They showed up. They learned a quick dance. And then we went into the restaurant, uh, and I said, oh, I forgot my phone in the car. I'll be right back. So she's sitting there alone in the seat, when all of a sudden these dancers come from behind her, and this long row of dancers and family and friends and little kids and, you know, everybody, my nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody, and they start doing a flash mob. I want to marry you by Bruno Mars. And so we <laughs> That's so cute. Dance and she was crying. And, you know, at the end of the song, I said, come here, get up here to the stage with me and said, I have a question to ask you. And she said, yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> she's like, heck yes. <laughs> so I got down on my knee and I asked her to marry me and she said, yes, of course. <laughs> that is phenomenal. So Ben, how'd you keep that a secret? We work at a big company. And, you know, she works on the other side of the building. I work in one. Not a secret, but I, we didn't want to keep it professional. Yeah, we kept right. it professional. With a name like ours, though, kind of hard not to know, though, because we have a very unique last name. I know all about the the unique peculiar last names because mine and Corey's last name in fact we're not even allowed to use our last name on social media because I, I guess they think it's uh, yeah they red flag it and say it's a yeah. sexual innuendo yeah if we're friends on social media and you wonder why doesn't Jen use your last name that's why we're just not allowed all right so let's go back to you guys you guys as a couple what is your passion what are you guys doing together because you're so into a particular something you know, we love having family over. We love hanging out with each other. We were talking about this earlier. We co-parent our son and we have a lot of time alone together. And so we love weekend trips. We love, I turn him into a foodie. Slowly but surely. (laughs) We love, you know, restaurants and things I did growing up. Those experiences that maybe I've experienced and he didn't. 
or she experienced, and I didn't. One of the unknown facts is Ben grew up on a beautiful, luscious ranch for part of his life. And so our day trips was to go and find that ranch close to San Diego. And I grew up actually going to San Diego as well. So it was really just this connection that we had that we didn't even know about. So just kind of getting to know each other and our, you know, childhoods, how we grew up and just very similar, very, both of our parents also were migrant workers as well. I think we spend a lot of time together. We go on a lot of dates. I mean, we, 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 I don't, I don't know. I just count how many dates we go on. It's a regular thing. We love, we love spending time with each other, watching movies together. We, we laugh together. We cry together. We're very similar in some ways as far as, you know, our passion for the work that we do, passion for God, for our families. And, and that really just helps a lot. But we're different also. You know, I have my interests. She has hers. But we can connect still on so many things. I love supporting my wife in everything that she does. And, and she supports me. She actually will get up early to go with me on, you know, the volunteer thing where I'll get up early or stay up late to help with something that she's yes. working on, you know. I think that was one of the things that really sparked my passion for Ben is being a creative. You know this, Jen. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we get these wild ideas for design, for whatever. (laughs) Ben never walks in and says, like, what are you doing? He just, you know, hey, hey, honey, what's going on? You know, (laughs) I could be in a strange yoga position. I could be (laughs) uh, fermenting on how to cook. I could be singing songs that I know are annoying when I sing a song I'm rehearsing like 50 times. (laughs) I should have known that there's new wallpaper on the wall, <laughs> new pictures over here, you know, and every few months they change, you know, right. I, I love making our house a home, and I love that. That's beautiful. So I hear a lot of similarities and I hear a lot of things that you guys like together. Can you tell me something that you're passionate about that's not so much alike? Oh, well, I love to read. I can spend, uh, you know, a lot of time reading. Well, definitely reading. I vowed not to read after graduate school. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm done. <laughs> and so a lot of times, you know, I'm looking up different food things or different things about wine or I'm looking up lyrics about music to love my own space. Right. And I think that's what's cool about the having things, as Corey mentioned, that are not so similar. You know, I think that's a big difference, the food thing, the foodie thing. Uh, she can taste something and one uh, gulp, I'm done with uh, whatever it is that she had to do. <laughs> and telling me about the smells and the taste and the texture. Wow. And I'm like, I already ate it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you have a blog. Is that what I heard? I tried the blog thing. I didn't have the patience for it. But it's more of an Instagram account and a hashtag just to devote it to food and to uh, different places that we explore. I wanted a space where people could go and just punch in that hashtag and say, okay, this is a really good taco spot, or this is a really good Italian restaurant, or this is a great French restaurant. And living in LA for so long and, you know, growing up in this area, I happen to know a lot of great places. So I'm always looking for little spots. I love also Middle Eastern food too. So there's time, you know, share pictures of great Middle Eastern food or, you know, just whatever food that I happen to be into at the time. I love sharing. Nice. What is the hashtag? It is hashtag Ginger the Food Genie. Ginger the Food Genie. Mm -hmm. I'm checking it out. Yes, indeed. 
I have to ask this question. Luana, do you cook? And will you invite us over when you can? <laughs> that, that is a great question because early dabbling into cooking. And yes, absolutely. I love to invite people over. I'd love to have you over. A lot of what I would do is pick up things from some of my favorite restaurants. Okay. So if I love chips, Espio's in Claremont, I pick up that. If I love a good taco shop, I pick up tacos or empanadas or <laughs> Porto's bakery. <laughs> so, I love and that, that way, yeah, people could have a smorgasbord of what they would enjoy. I like that too. Well, you guys have been a blast, a blast, something good for our souls, something that nurtured us, something that gave us life. And I know that it's going to be that same impact to everyone listening. And you guys are coming back. And so Luan and Ben here at Take the Elevator, we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.